check on this podcast i'll talk into a microphone we don't need no cable wrapping <laughs> we don't need your fancy light bulbs and your your uh m&m sorted into various piles we well i know that that i do you need. do need that yeah okay if my red m&ms <laughs> and my brown m&ms touch i will freak do you have uh um, no. okay <laughs> i don't care are we in a rain man situation here and i didn't realize i don't even eat m&ms ever it, ever i don't care even pre-diet nathan no i don't really eh. see i feel sort of strongly about m&ms i have I, to be I'll honest eat peanut butter m&ms okay well you're alive so yeah, that makes but, sense but yeah. regular m&ms meh. not so much yeah don't really peanut? care what about peanut oh peanut that's trash that's a trash peanut? m&m Peanut, that's my favorite M&M. That's a classic M&M. Yeah. Well, you I mean, son some of a things, bitch. <laughs> some things that are classics aren't so great. Well, okay. I agree with you in the case of something like... Um, Jane Eyre. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there Jane again. Eyre. We've abused her enough. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there again to the, the Jane Eyre. Well, that's just so easy yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was still sticking with the candy category. Mm -hmm. Something like maybe Mary Jane's. No, well, those you are know, terrible. Those are I'd rather have M&M's than Mary okay, Jane's. Okay, all right. Well, you you are a citizen of the 21st century. But I'd rather have Reese's Pieces than M&M's. I kind of understand that. But I'd rather have peanut butter M&M's than Reese's Pieces. This is way too complex. I, I know. I've got a whole <laughs> system in my head. How do you get through the day? I I don't eat any of do them. Do you ever walk in a convenience store? If you do walk in a convenience store, do you just kind of freak out a little? I, I break down. Okay. Uh, usually go fetal for a few minutes. Go feel? Fetal. Yeah. Fetal. Oh, yeah, fetal. fetal. I thought you meant I just, fetal. I just lay down and okay. hold myself. I thought you were... Maybe referring to possibly like a, a, a Temple Grandin situation where you get inside something that presses upon you <laughs> so that you feel and uh, you can no, be no. calm. No, that's not no, it. No, no, Oh, no, okay. No. Understood. Understood. Um, I mean, uh, uh, no judgment here. Not on this podcast. Have you ever met people, speaking of candy preferences, that are really gung-ho about red vines? It seems like people who like red vines... Are really gung ho, and you say Twizzler, and they want to stab you. Yeah, like is is it is it a regional thing? Because I, I grew up with Twizzler, and I didn't see red vine. Every time I ever had a red vine, it was like a dried out Twizzler. Right? Is that how you feel yeah. about them? Okay. Oh yeah. And I know that I have heard a few people go crazy about them, but I I felt like those were the people I couldn't relate to. Well, no, I'm not yeah. friends with any of them. I immediately cut them out of my life if the, I find out this is the case. These were the same people that in high school, and I used this as a as a benchmark for people, mm -hmm. uh, would, on pizza day, right? you know, you get your square of pizza, they would literally spoon ladle after ladle of ranch dressing under their plate. Oh. And I always thought that they were the worst people. Those are bad people. You know? You know, and and to, if okay, I can think of all the ranch, the heavy ranchers mm -hmm. that I knew, not the jolly ranchers. Um, the heavy. <laughs> Some ranchers. of them were probably jolly. Yeah, yeah. They were when well, they were yeah jovial ranchers. 
Hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, I think most of them uh, are still kind of doing what they were doing. Yeah. They're they're keeping that hidden valley not so hidden. Um, this is a stereotype I'm creating now based off of those people. Oh, great. All of those people that dipped their school pizza in ranch yeah. are the ones who have kept Nickelback in business. <laughs> Based on the people I know, they're the only ones buying the Nickelback albums, and they're buying like 10, 12, 15 of them at a time. It's Nickelback, Trapped, and um, shit, what was that other band? Um, what was that band? I'll, you know him. I'm sure I do. You love him. You uh, didn't Creed? Love him. Yeah, it's Creed, Nickelback, and Trapped on, uh-huh. on the Hidden Valley Ranch dressing tour. Yeah, there yeah. we go. They're hitting like major cities like Cincinnati. A lot uh, of leather cuffs at that <laughs> at that concert. <laughs> A lot of big leather cuffs. You know, trendsetter <laughs> that he was, Elvis... Mm-hmm. Okay, I was watching a little bit of the Elvis's Back special this week for, from, like, 68. Right. Leather cuff. Of course, he was wearing all leather in that. This is yeah. the black leather. This is, like, the, the the proto jumpsuit. But he was still, you know, a fit now, man. Okay, so he was fit at that point. He definitely was. But he, he had the... It was an all-leather jumpsuit and a leather cuff. Is there... He pulled it off. In situations like that, do you have a special leather tailor? Oh, I think so. I that think, knows, like, yeah. well, the leather will give this much, so we can... Uh, <laughs> we got some play yeah. here, not we so much here. A little bit of leather play. Yeah, I think they're called a, a leather luthier. Leather luthier. Yeah, if you, as if you were going to make a guitar out of leather, <laughs> that would be who you would go to. Man, that's a great idea. Yeah. Leather guitar. Yeah. You, you'd you sell a million of them. I... Mostly... To the people who are dipping pizza in. Lunch. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. You got to get your target market down here. I mean, if we're going to do, you know, sort of uh, research and maybe uh, focus group this thing a little bit, that's the crowd we need to shoot for at the beginning, I think. Yeah. Know? Well, I mean, they're very loyal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they've been doing the same thing forever. Yeah. And so, with all that being said, and with the train distant in the background, a mighty Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I heard that home, like at my house the other night. Did you? And yeah, just faintly, and it's really, really peaceful. It's nice, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's sort of a nice. howl. Like know? it's not it's close a... enough to be disruptive of my life. Well, it is close enough to disrupt my life, but I do choose to enjoy it. Right. Um. It it goes by every day at four in the morning. Four. Four. Do they honk the horn? Oh, they do. They do. So with all that said, welcome to episode nine of Le Sushi Jackknife. If you can't tell we are actually speaking in French right now, your brain is doing this miraculous thing. We've given all of our audience members uh, simple suggestive suggestive cues Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the previous eight episodes, which actually allows your brain to translate our French into English. Congratulations, you're bilingual. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on? Oh, not much. I, uh, I'm i I'm drinking tea. Yeah. The special birthday green tea. <laughs> I purchased by one Justin. Boom, boom, boom. I had something to do with that. Boom, and boom, let me tell boom. you, it's really hot right now. That That's my... Uh, green tea? Is it trending? Green no, tea? no, oh, oh, in oh. my mouth. Oh, I, I guess in you. my mouth hole, it's hot. Yeah, well, it's burning my mouth hole. Okay, okay. 
But uh, just calm down. I'm I'm still gonna drink it. Okay. There's a paramedic. I'm not on even that. gonna wait because it does <laughs> it does taste good. There's a paramedic on that train, so when he comes by, he's gonna <laughs> jump off and take care of you. And I I'm having a local beer. This is uh, we are in Nashville. This is the Yazoo Brewing Company. This is their Hefeweizen, which is not something I usually am into, but man, I am super into it today. I believe um, Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen is German for uh, liquid refreshment. <laughs> I was going to say uh, hate. N- well, no, no. Ev- <laughs> everything is hate okay. in German. Like, it just depends on your, <laughs> your the inflection. Way you, yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so it could be... Uh, you could say in German, the sky is a lovely color right. of blue, or, man, I'm ready to crush that guy's skull. Yeah. Same. Most of Hitler's speeches, mm-hmm. if you actually know what he's saying, like, yeah. he sounds really angry. Really super angry. And it's very hateful. Yeah. What he's actually saying is, you know, stuff like, man, wouldn't it be great if, if the sun were, sh- were shining today? <laughs> I like a rainbow. I like a good rainbow. <laughs> That's a Hitler quote. Yeah. Right there. Uh, yeah, wouldn't it be great if flowers bloomed at my feet everywhere I, I walked? That would be... What a world that would be. What a wonderful world. You know, if that happened, <laughs> Hitler probably would have been a lot calmer. I think so. And if someone had bought his damn artwork... Yeah. You know? That's why I buy artwork of everyone I see. Oh, Anywhere I, I go, I'm just... I'll give you $5. Just give me the artwork. It's a Please great thing to destroy do. destroy anyone. Yeah. I wonder... Had there been pod- had there been podcasts uh, back then, yeah, I have to wonder uh, who would have had one. Would Churchill have had a podcast? Well, that would have been a really boring podcast. You think so? I think it yeah. would have been fascinating. I see. I think I think Hitler definitely would have had. A podcast. He, well, yeah, he would. It would have made he would have been speeches easier. All about uh, all the new media, social media. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, Churchill would still be on MySpace. Uh, yeah, you're probably right about yeah. that. I, I, I concur. I concur. What about FDR? FDR would be that old man. Yeah, who goes? What you're on? You're on the the twit face. <laughs> What's that? So FDR is perpetually old. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stalin would have been like computer. Yeah, yeah, because it's, yeah. it's Russia. They're so <laughs> backwards over there in Russia. I've been watching this show. Um, I don't, wa- you know, we've talked about. It. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, mm-hmm. um, but I like uh, I like uh, Mr. Daniel Craig. Yeah, and then, well, I mean, who doesn't? He's great. Um, and he apparently was in this TV show. I think this is before he got huge. It's called Archangel. Okay, have you heard of this? No, it is the story of a historian. Uh, who is in Russia? He's an Englishman. Good, good casting choice in that Russia. Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> um, kudos for that. And he uh, uncovers what he thinks is the secret notebook. It's, mm, secret notebook of Joseph Stalin. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. So they they hunt it down, and they are hunted, and that's interesting. Various things occur, but it's. Good. There is one. It's only three episodes, so maybe it was just a made-for-TV movie. Right. I don't know. It's good. Was there anything of importance in the Notebook? Well, actually, okay. I'm, I'm going to spoil the whole thing. Well, I'm so not going to watch it. Well, <laughs> you know, but there are other people listening to this program. Yeah, that, I think if you're out there, for the love of God, just just do something to show us you're alive. 
what what you should do if you're out there and yeah. you plan on watching the show is pause the episode right now. Oh, good. Episode two. Go go watch all of the episodes yeah. of this show. Then come back and you can listen to what Justin has to say. Pause in three, two, one. I think this is the first time we've interrupted the time stream, but we just did. We just time traveled just a little. Just a little. Just a little. Yeah. Um, okay, so huh, uh, let's call him Daniel Craig. I think his name in the show is Fluke. His first name is Fluke, which is ominous. Yeah, seemingly. that's not great. Not a great first name. Mm-hmm. Fluke Kelso, of all things. Doesn't sound like a British name either. That doesn't sound like a name. Putting, yeah, no, it doesn't. It sounds like a type of joke. Uh, a fluke. That's a fluke, Kelso. Or, oh man, they pulled the old fluke, Kelso. On. Yeah. Or it's like a uh, a move in golf or something. That's a fluke. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not a birdie. It would be it's a, a hockey move. Yeah, totally a yeah, hockey move. A yeah. fluke, or Kelso. maybe a wrestling. Yeah, move. It's like a goal on the double power play that probably has a name. I'm not a hockey fan. So I don't know. I, I think it's just a, a goal. And you're looking... Power, power play. Power play I, I don't know anything about There's hockey. something called a hat trick in hockey? Yeah, that's three goals. I know that much. That's what that is. Yeah, three goals. In a row? No. Well, I mean, in a game. In a game? In a game. Is a hat yeah, trick. In a hat. Because oh, it's hard to get goals in hockey. And then you're supposed to throw the hats. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, throw the hats. That's a lovely tradition. I wonder so where it comes three from. three goals, people throw hats at you fascinating i don't know if you get to keep the hats okay but you get pelted with hats lovely the players get the hats archangel archangel <laughs> coming back to archangel uh keeping us on topic uh okay so he's in russia uh giving lectures and this type of thing and you know it's all the very academic scene and uh he is giving a lecture and then is contacted at the end by an old man who was part of uh the old days who it turns out has a story for him. And this the fluke has written books about Stalin. Right. And uh, the old man has a story for him about when he was a young Bolshevik soldier. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, he witnessed uh, Stalin near his death. And one of his very close um, ministers, let's call them. Not sure what you would call him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, took a, uh, a, a journal... A diary from his dying arms. Oh man! Yeah, put it in a uh, in a military like uh, case, like a big metal case, and buried it in an undisclosed location. And this young man, who is now this old man, was the one who drove the car and and buried the diary. Um, you know, and then subsequent history happenings happened. And uh, it was forgotten to history. So he he says, Mr. Kelso, I'll show you, I'll show you this diary and this type of thing. Well, before that can happen, he loses track of the old man, and uh, he's killed. Of course, uh, of course, he is in a right. bathtub. Yeah, and so I can't remember exactly how, but somehow or another, uh, Kelso catches up with. He goes to a bar. In said bar, there are uh, women of the night. For hire, one of them turns out what, to be yep. For hire for what? Like what do they do? I think tap dancing. Hmm. Yeah. Weird bar. Go ahead. Yeah, strange bar. Yeah. Uh, Four hundred dollars for a tap dance. I <laughs> maybe I misheard them. Right. But um, so <laughs> so it turns out one of these women is not only a law student but mm-hmm. is the daughter, the uh, rejected daughter, as it as it is, of the old man, and they embark. 
on a uh, adventure together. Of course. It turns out, you know, this is where the plot thickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you leave your oatmeal on too long, it thickens. That's that's what happens. Thickens like Dickens. Uh, almost the name for this podcast. Uh, what was it? Remember? Uh, Gaudy Dickens. Remember? Oh, Gaudy yeah. Dickens. Almost yes. the name of this show. Instead, it's just going to be my first child's name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gaudy Dickens. <laughs> Write to us if you think we should change the name. No, <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> so, uh, they travel to remote parts of Russia where there are still very dedicated communists. Right. They're still paying their dues. They still believe. They think Stalin is an, is an angel when, in fact, he killed and imprisoned many, many people. Yeah, he wasn't great. Not a good guy. Um, so it turns out though that this journal, this diary is not, uh, Stalin's. They recover it and it is actually written by a young girl. Yeah, I know who was from a rural town in Russia and who, uh, whose medical file was analyzed her her genealogy was analyzed so that she could mate with Stalin and provide him with a near-perfect child in his mind. Pretty creepy and insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. She's probably all of 16 when this is happening, maybe. Maybe that, 15. That sounds Stalin-esque. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So she comes home from being with Stalin for some months, you know, very to term pregnant. Uh, she has the child, and then there is the son of Stalin. She dies. She's actually killed a couple days after the birth. Hmm. Pretty interesting. It's intriguing. It's intriguing. I. This is why I'm not in charge of TV shows. Okay, what would you do in this situation? What would happen yeah. is they would find the journal, and you know what the journal would be? What? Just like Stalin's personal journal. Yeah. Dear Diary. <laughs> Today it was pretty cold outside. <laughs> I had a hole in my coat, so I didn't care for it. <laughs> like it would not be nearly. That's right. why I don't get to be in charge of TV shows. Ah, I see. I see. That and no one knows I exist. They will. Well, eventually, we'll see. I mean, I don't want to lie to you, but I can see into the future. Hmm. And they will know who you are. See, that could be either really good. Or really, really, really bad. I'm not telling. No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, you're just gonna have to sit this one out. Oh man. Um. Okay. So, I I talked to you about this Sunday briefly. Oh yeah. And uh, it's this has to have a grand entrance, right? So, what was it? Episode one, two, two, two. episode two. Yeah. Um. There, there was. A story about my neighbors and my trash cans. They, uh, some mystery neighbors, I do not know which neighbors. Yes. Moved said trash cans from the street up alongside the house and then left a very passive-aggressive note or an apologetic note, like my wife is a shrew. Sorry. (laughs) One of the two. I'm still not sure which. Uh, so I thought I had figured out which neighbor it mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. The the neighbors directly beside us. Okay. And I, you know, I I met them. They didn't mention moving my trash cans, but why would you? Right. Doesn't come up. 
So last week, we forgot to move the trash cans one day. This is a day after trash day? Just one, one day after trash day. Your trash day. day is what? Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday? Mine I, is Thursday. I always forget trash day. We don't have enough trash. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we forgot to move it. I come home from work. Now, it had not been a windy day. It was not that windy at all. Yeah. All the trash can and the two recycling bins had been knocked over into my yard. What? As if someone had backed into them with their car. Oh my goodness. I now hypothesize that the neighbors across the street, the ones that have chain link fence around their front yard. Yes, indeed. Because that's a choice. (laughs) um, Are the ones who moved my trash cans. And, oh, it makes sense because remember in the note, he said that his uh, his wife didn't want to have to look at them. Well, mm-hmm. they would be looking. Yeah, they would be looking. Your neighbors to the side would not necessarily see them. No. Yeah. I mean, I have a giant hole in my backyard, and my neighbors to the side haven't complained one <laughs> bit about it. We'll get to the giant hole. Right. But um, as you re- will recall, the handwriting was very scrawled and messy. Yes. It was the, like Gollum had written it. The man across the street is an older gentleman uh, who apparently hates trash cans. <laughs> well, he taught you a lesson, didn't he? I'm going to just start pushing them across the street into his yard. <laughs> uh, you should, you know what you should do? You should kill him with kindness. You should come home early every Wednesday. I'm not going to kill him. Well, don't, don't murder him. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> don't suffocate you dead him yeah. are you dead yeah. i'm being so nice <laughs> here i got your favorite things <laughs> i heard you liked chocolate with little bits of almonds in it <laughs> here you go are you dead yet um come home early and move them Is yeah that your come home early and move his no no i'm not gonna touch his That's trash cans. okay all right, all right no who knows what well, he's throwing first off, away he's got the chain link fence around his front yard i can't <sighs> do anything with him anyway and you know that's unwelcoming I think that is probably the very definition of unwelcoming. Yeah. The only thing worse would be if it was like barbed wire on top of or it. Or like a literal wall. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I would I would like that. I have seen houses, not not in this country, but in other countries, and I think they had good reasons to do this, where they would have walls around the entire house, mm-hmm. and they would have, they would just pour a little concrete across the top, and they would sprinkle broken glass across the top so that... You know, that was pretty good incentive not to try to climb the wall. Would the city of Nashville have an issue if I did this to the sides of their trash bin? Ooh, put glass on top? Yeah, yeah. Ah, there's only one way to find out. I think they'd probably have an issue with it, but I'm willing to go for it. We'll give it a shot. Mayor Dean, if you're listening, uh, can you weigh in on this? Uh I'm sure Mayor Dean is a loyal listener. I, you know, <laughs> we haven't even put out a t-shirt yet, and he, uh, I've seen him around town with a with his own handmade sushi jackknife t-shirt. Yeah, it's actually a little pathetic. <laughs> it kind of is. I'm sorry, like, Mayor Dean. Stop being so needy, yeah, you're Carl. jumping the gun a little bit, Carl with a K, like right. Carl Marx. Mm-hmm. 
Just saying. I actually like you if you're listening, but I doubt you are. I I have no strong opinion about you. I don't you. have a strong opinion. I don't I, even have a weak opinion. Well. I know nothing about the You win at this opinion game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say I, I have a, uh, a simmering opinion, perhaps. I, I don't know. Like, has... What does the mayor actually do? Um, what has I, the mayor done? This mayor or mayors in general? Any. Any <clears throat> mayor. I think the first rule of being mayor mm-hmm. is find out... Well, the first rule of being mayor is just make sure, like, shit goes. Like, make sure the trash, for example, is taken out. Make sure people have water mm-hmm. and electricity. Easy. And are reasonably safe. Now... Yeah. You only have to worry about a certain percentage of the people. Okay. Because the others, probably in your mind, are not really members of society. Oh. You see what I'm getting at? Right. So, unless you're a truly, you know, progressive mayor, about 30% of your population is all you really have to worry about. If that. If that. Mm-hmm. Point and point. Yes. Uh, new name of the show is Point and Point uh, with Nathan and Justin. Uh, I've made my point. Would you like to make yours? So make your point about uh, Colonel Colonel Carl. I, I have or no any point. other mayor. I know nothing about any mayor. Any mayor? Or what they have done? I know that they get together uh, some often and once like a year with the president. Let me let me tell you what I know about mayors. Go. Jerry Springer was a mayor. That's right. Little Rock. Uh. Cincinnati, I think. Cincinnati, okay. That is all I know about them. Oh, no. Uh, that one from Toronto smokes crack. <laughs> yeah, mayors are an interesting lot. Right. Uh, okay, well, uh, under the, under these circumstances, I can really see uh, that our judgments on them have been 100% correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, a, you're a bunch of crack-smoking, uh, reality show-having. Right. Um, hacks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's no better way to put it. No, the, <laughs> and Mayor Dean, I don't think of you that way, though. You, I do. You, well, you're a nice guy, Mayor Dean. Yeah, you're probably okay. Yeah, I mean, smoke a just, lot of crack. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking speaking of hacks, um, I had a really interesting experience in McKay's today. Okay, for the people who are not from around here, um, probably all of you, uh, there is a a store where it's a, it's a giant sort of warehouse store, wonderful place where you can sell your books, CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays, your games for your gamers, anything, pretty much anything. Um, you know, maybe a small piece of your soul. Um, they don't give you much. They don't give you much. It's I a, asked last time I was there. Really? Five bucks. Is that right? For the whole soul. The whole soul? The whole thing. Wow. They won't even take Did half they, a soul. They put you through the scanner and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, soul scanner. And that's it? Man, that is a band that should be touring soul with Nickelback. Soul scanner. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. This is Soul Scanner. Here's our first song. It's called Love in the Time of Hate. Parentheses, Jägermeister. That's it. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Thank you, Subaru, for programming my mind. So... McKay's. Yeah. Uh, McKay's is a big warehouse where you can buy books, CDs, DVDs, vinyl, 
what what have you. I right. was in the uh, poetry book section. Usually a, a fairly lonely, not not even fairly, a very lonely section of McKay's. It's actually my favorite section of McKay's. Is it? It's the only section that doesn't overwhelm me. Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah. There's not a lot of books. Right. It's and very no small. people around. Yeah. <laughs> Every uh, other section, I, I went through the nonfiction last time. Yeah. And it was just piles of um, Steve Harvey books. Really? Yeah. Steve Harvey? Yeah. Do you think we could get him on this show? I doubt it. Uh, we he's should really try. busy. What with the Family Feud and oh yeah, he's on Family Feud now. Suit. He it always it. has like thirty buttons. Yeah, on what's up with that? I don't know. I can't pull it off. Uh, a thirty button suit? No, few no. men can. No. So yeah, I was in the poetry section, and uh, I was surprised that there was someone else there, mm-hmm. uh, a female, and she was browsing. She was browsing very intently. Uh, flipping through books, she was sort of muttering to herself, uh, attractive young woman. And um, I, I was really sort of trying to psychologically push her out of the way because I wanted to look in the seas because I wanted a, a Billy Collins book. Okay. Former poet laureate Billy Collins. And so I was trying to psychologically push her, and she just wouldn't go. Her barriers were strong. And uh, I, I sort of circled around. I went through other aisles that I was less interested in. And oh, I've played that game haven't so you? many times. Uh, just dancing. Well, I'll just look at this DVD of <laughs> Bonanza for a while. Then Let I don't... me know when you're done. Right. <laughs> Bonanza. <laughs> it's never anything you want. But... No, it's never <laughs> anything you want. Um, so I circled back around, and uh, then the, her friend had, had popped up and appeared. And they needed to, to, to confer over uh, a book. And so the friend read a poem uh, to herself from the book. And then they had a really quick conversation. I don't know what the context was fully, but they had a really quick conversation about uh, such and such being a total hack. I think oh, they were man. looking at anthology collections and they were like, how do they know that that's the best of 2013? What a bunch of hacks. Hack is a strong word in the literary community. Oh, Wouldn't you agree? Very strong. Yeah. How many, how many poems did they have in that book? Zero. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So they're it, below hack. Whatever they are. That is. Um, they are. Mm, that's they're a great sub question. hack. They're chaff. Mm, there you go. Yeah. If you hack at, at a tree enough. You eventually get a little chaff, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and maybe some rosin. Ooh, that's the very bottom. That I'm probably a rosin poet yeah. at best. That don't don't <laughs> say that. You are at least a chaff. Thank you, poet. Thank you. I'm at least a chaff. Yeah, I am trying. You're not quite a hack, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get there, man. I'm trying. Oh I'm man, trying. reach for the stars. I'm drafting my ass off. That's right. Um, no. <laughs> So, I just hadn't had that, heard that term in a long time, and, and it, I couldn't help but thinking, to quote um, J.D. Salinger, how mm-hmm. phony they were. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, Who yeah. uses that word? Who calls someone a hack? I'm going to be honest. I'm tempted to start using it all the time now. Let's start. Every yeah. Everything, everyone is a hack. Everybody's a hack. Yeah, except me. You, you barista there? Yeah. You're a coffee hack. Man, I could make a latte better than that. What a hack. I was uh, looking at some stuff. Um, baseball opening day was this week. Mm, I heard. Entire Royals team. Yeah. Bunch of hacks. Bunch of hacks. Who did, I, they, who did they play? Uh, White Sox. 
How did it go? Ten to one. White Sox nailed them. No, no, oh, the other oh, way around. No. Oh no! It's, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the uh, White Sox. Um, welcome to you don't know baseball, and it's all a show about me. <laughs> there, uh, um, the my favorite part of baseball happened. Uh, not to get off topic. No, this is this great. is very strange to go from one, poetry, yeah, directly into baseball without uh, take me out to the ball game in the middle. Oh, we could do that. Quickly. Well, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, my favorite thing that I'm happens just sing over you talking to is when a team is doing really well, like my Kansas City Royals were. Someone hits a home run. I don't care. The pitcher is so mad that he hits the next batter with the ball. Are you annoyed yet? You can't. You can't stop it. You have to finish the song. If do it with me. If they don't, it's the shame for it's one, two, three. Strikes. You're out at the old ball game. Did you like how I threw the stutter effect in there? I I was a little bit curious if it was supposed to be like an echo or if it was like you had a speech impediment. (laughs) Honestly, it's a little bit of both. Now, there we go. Um, (laughs) Today, in in pop music, they call that the stutter. There you go. Yeah, that was an analog stutter effect. Why do they do that? What would be the benefit of that? A stutter effect? Yeah. I really don't know. Is it ever done well? I think so. I think it's pulled off. Yeah, okay. sure. By whom? Um, I, Kesha's probably done it. I don't know. Uh, you don't like... Come on. Uh, come on, you. Um, you know the song Timber? I don't. Okay, well, she sings the hook on it, and Pitbull raps the verses? Yeah. It's my worst nightmare ever. Pitbull and Kesha should not be allowed to no. do a song together. Or occupy ever. the same space. Uh, really, the same planet. Yeah. One of them has to go. To the moon. Mm-hmm. Who would you put? Pitbull. If you had to pick. Pitbull. You put, I would, oh, too. Pitbull. I would, too. Oh, he's uh, he's miserable. He is... Oh, wildly unpleasant. Just terrible. Uh-huh. And is he the one that raps like this? No, that's somebody else. No, no, no. He... I'm, I'm trying... There's nothing that stands out about him. I can't explain who he is. He is Latin. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it. part of his shtick, I guess. He's a, he's a Latino rapper. Yeah. 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 He's kind of hard, too. Like, yeah. he's hard. Well, I mean, he's bald. That's hard. He he shaves, shaves yeah. his head bald. Not naturally bald. Maybe naturally bald. I don't know. He shaves his head. So I could be Pitbull? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you could be Pitbull. Shave my yeah. head? That's all it takes. You know, in the 90s, uh, a bald head almost made you more sensitive Think about uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, that's true. Think about REM. Mm-hmm. Uh, both bands with just tons of feels. Feels all up in your face. Two of my favorite bands, by the way. Just feels coming at you hard. Everybody hurts. Right. Today is the greatest day I've ever known. Just keep coming. And now it's like, man, bald makes you hard. Um, bald makes you hard. Yeah, I mean, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, he's hard. I can't think of actually any sensitive shaved head types no. these days no not a one go back to the 60s mm-hmm. all right bald head meant you were a weirdo trying to take over the world Ernst stavro blofeld from the uh james bond universe there you go there you go there it's you go. changed over time uh 
quick rap story, by the way. I love it. Now that we've talked about the hip-hop. Do you know every time we talk about rap, that's my favorite Sushi Jackknife time? Really? It, yeah. It kind of is. That's interesting. Because <laughs> it's, How often do we... Have we talked about rap a lot? At least once. Hmm. Yeah, and and I I reminisce about it often. <laughs> I sit in my bed at night. I look out at the stars in my windows, and I say, "God, I want to hear Nathan talk about DMX again." Oh, I'm not talking about DMX. Who are we here. talking about today? Well, it's a it, there's a story. So sometimes, great. Okay, so I, as we've established, I exercise. Yes, I do that now. Yes, I'm a healthy person, and I like Lieutenant Dan oh. exercise my arms. There you go. <laughs> I'm healthy-ish. We'll say I'm healthy-ish. Um, so I need music while I work out and I've discovered that literally the only music I can work out to is hip hop. Really? Yeah. I can't, I can't work out to anything else because there'll, there'll be like tempo changes and all kinds of stuff. Right. You gotta have, the best is anything by Dr. Dre. Like he produces. Perfect. Because every single song he produced has the boom, 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 boom. That's that's the rhythm in like to the every... same tempo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Totally. Anyway, so I got done working out the other day, and I was um I was listening to the newest Childish Gambino album. I've heard of him. Yeah. Well, it's a community. Oh, Donald Glover. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's also a musician, and in my opinion, a good musician. That's just my opinion. Great. Whatever. Great. People will argue with me. Listen. Uh, but I'm point right. to point, I'm right. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I, uh, I, I didn't like. I wasn't done listening to the album, and I like to listen to albums all the way through. So I just kept my earbuds in, walked out of the gym, walked to my car, was listening in my car. What happens occasionally when I'm listening is I I tend to rap along. You're kidding. Just a little. Like while you're on the treadmill? Well, no, not on the treadmill. Oh, in your car. in the car. In your car. Okay. All right. So I'm driving home, and there's a lot of traffic, because there's always a lot of traffic in Nashville for some reason. Please stop moving here. I know. It's really... uh, It's obnoxious at this point. At least let us build some lanes before you show up. Stay where you are. Trust me, it's better. Sure. (laughs) We'll just lie to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So traffic had slowed down and we got to a point in the song sweatpants <laughs> where uh he he is rapping dare we say quickly there there's okay. a lot of words yeah. in a row it's like a, a barrage mm-hmm. of, of uh so a linguistic barrage right so i'm i'm doing the thing that i do in the car I, i'm matching him word for word i'm nailing it and out of the corner of my eye, I see the car next to me, and it's just this old guy in a Lexus. Like, old, like, late 50s. Kind of just sitting there, looking at me like this. Just just the skeptical scowl. Very confused his, eyes. Yeah. yeah. And I have no idea why. I yeah. have no idea what's happening. Yeah. So I just keep going, and then realize that to him, it looks like I am just ranting <laughs> at my steering wheel to no one right <laughs> and i mean i'm driving 92 ford explorer he knows it's not bluetooth <laughs> so i'm just ranting in my car so many words in a row 
that he's probably concerned that I'm going to have a stroke. Yeah. Well, then that part of the song ended. The song is over. But I had a tough decision to make. Like, do I just stop there and make it even weirder? (laughs) Or do I just keep looking like I'm ranting about things? You're still waiting at the red light. No, it's not. It's on the oh. highway. Oh, it's on the highway. Yeah, he's, I'm he's just keeping, waiting for. He's keeping pace with well, you. We're not moving. I see. It's you're a in. You're in stop. Stop traffic. Okay. So I I just rewound the song and and did it again. Yeah, did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, did he continue to sort of <laughs> look that? He way? He glanced every so yeah. often as yeah. if he thought I was going to jump out of my vehicle and come after him. Very white guy with glasses and a beard, mm-hmm. just ranting. Oh man, I. It is Ford Explorer. I I don't want to brag, but I was destroying it. I bet you were. I was destroying. I bet you were. If Donald had been there, yeah, he would have been like, "Whoa, back the fuck!" Hey, hey, up. hey! This is my area. <laughs> don't be taking the right. stage from me. Right. I don't know how Donald talks. That's exactly how he. Oh, don't you dare do that, sir. He's That's very. He, he's very sort of robot like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until he's he's got a beat behind him, and then he turns into just a musical phoenix. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure what the moral of that story is, but the, uh, weird people out in traffic. Yeah. I think that's the moral. Yeah. I don't don't rap along with songs. I once ran out into traffic for a hat. A good hat. Yeah, I liked it a lot. What kind of hat? Uh, it was a uh, sort of a ball cap. Okay. From uh, the Vans Warp Tour. Oh. Which I've never been to, but someone brought me to. Brought me the hat from. I, I've been. Have you? Yeah. It was okay. I was going to say. It didn't. Yeah. It's always seemed a little sweaty to me. There's a lot of, like, Fallout Boy stuff yeah, happening there. Yeah. A lot of sweat. So. A lot of kids. A lot of sweat. A lot of piercings. Well, I, I was, to be fair, I was a kid at that point. You were. I was 16. Okay. Okay. Because the Warp Tour has been around for It's been around a while. It's uh, it is what it is at this point. Anyway, still a lot of Fallout Fallout Boy there. Yeah, so. they they are uh, they had some record that was like save rock and roll or mm-hmm. something, which is I didn't hear that record. <laughs> um, um, they're not the band I want to to save. No, no, dude. If anyone's gonna save rock and roll, yeah, Fallout Boys towards the bottom of the list. They're definitely above, above Nickelback. Absolutely. How many times have I trashed Nickelback? in this episode at least three so far but it's deserved i mean just keep it coming we need a a counter on the wall we do just yeah. tallies <laughs> a sushi nickelback insults <laughs> by the way if you have any great nickelback insults you can tweet us it's at sushi jackknife or you can tweet us individually i'm at justin l croft and you're at uh badlands badly yes is that right uh or you can just tweet nickelback you could do that directly and that would go right to you know i'm sure they're <laughs> depressed let <laughs> Let's unpack this a little bit. I don't remember dude's name, dude with the uh the um the locks that sort of look like a um some sort of uh he has dog's a name. locks. He has a hey, name. Yeah. And he's saying like and I think they're Canadian actually. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Canada. Hmm. Them We always get Bieber. the worst stuff from like Canada keeps the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then we get Bieber and Nickelback and I liked bare naked ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I think they took them back though. They did. <laughs> they did. They reclaimed them. Right. Their 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 career was rather short uh, mm-hmm. in terms of you remember that song uh, Brian Wilson that they did? 
It's a great song. Mm. Lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson. Oh, yeah. It's a great song. It's a good song. I don't mind the Bare Naked No, me neither. It's a great band name. Did you know, it is, did you know that they cut uh, a group vocal on every record in the nude surrounding one microphone? Did you know that? I, I didn't, and I didn't really want to know that. Well... You can't erase it from your mind now. Oh, it's there, bro. No, man. Yeah. So yeah. anytime you hear the bare, bare naked ladies yeah. singing together. Right. They're probably just, they're just the know they're privates. And that's exposed. a lot of man. Yeah. It's like five dudes in that band. All Canadian. Uh none of them shave, I imagine. The- and I'm assuming it's been a long day at the studio, yeah. so the vocal booth was funky yeah it was probably not a good place to be (laughs) there is this great uh alan to saint to song i don't know how you say it song he was a musician from new orleans uh there's this great song that he did called everything uh everything i do gonna be funky from now on and it goes everything i do gonna be funky Mm -mm, from now on yeah it's a great I, song. I like that. It's great. I'll have to play it for you. It's awesome. We uh we were in the car the other day and we heard a song on the oldies station. Oh yeah. Called uh I wanna say it was called Funky Grandpa. Oh yeah, that exists. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh yeah. It was the most bizarre thing to ever just randomly witness. Tell me about it. It's just weird. Yeah. Have you heard it? I think I have. It's. I don't recall it. It's like rap before I think rapping heard. existed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's an older guy doing it, and it's all... <laughs> have you ever heard the uh, the Blondie proto-rap song? No. It's like rap was beginning, like Grandmaster Flash and all right. that stuff was taken off, and then Blondie comes out with this song. I don't remember what it was called, but there's a breakdown and Debbie Harry like straight up raps some shit and it's like oh fuck yeah like if you weren't awesome before like you are such a you're a warrior now you know what i mean and it it, it sounds ch- cheesy by today's standards but like at the time like fuck everything you know? back then like all of the rap back then sounded cheesy oh though. yeah totally yeah it's all very i i think anyone really in that era if they had known about it, could have been a rapper. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's not it's mostly talking and <laughs> every every and rhyme has rhyming. your name in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, I want us to have rap names that we never do anything with because I that is the one genre of music I don't think I could pull off as a uh, performer. Oh, I definitely could as long as I'm in my car. Well, maybe I'll make and the... it's someone else's song. <laughs> I'll make the beats, and uh, and you do you do the raps. Okay, okay. and uh, we'll go from there. It is uh, it going to be a problem that I'm just taking other people's verses? Not at all, and just saying them myself. Let's see a number up there on the whiteometer. Yep, that's a ten. Yeah, that's uh, you yeah. and me. Yeah, that matches. <laughs> yep, thank you. Well, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, Macklemore. Well, you know. That's good stuff. He, I he, like that he stuff. He blew up the rap game. He blew the shit up. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, it's a sample for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you have to say it over and over for it well, to be a sample. I, I keep pushing. <laughs> <laughs> the idea was I would just keep right. pushing the button. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm imitating. Gotcha. This is art imitating life mm-hmm. and not life imitating art. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, deep, deep times here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, welcome to our cocktail party here on Sushi Jackknife. We're talking deep subjects. We're talking beards. We're talking uh, politics. We're talking religion. We're talking cocktails. We're talking ladies. And uh, I'll nickel back is yeah. a large pile of crap. Put another one up there. There Ding. we go. Yeah, that's four. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I feel bad for them because I feel, I feel like they were probably a bar band, and someone said, "Hey, here's a pile of money. Yeah, why don't you make a record? You're great in Canada terms." Well, you know what? They've had a very successful life. That's very. why I don't feel bad. Yes, that's very true, yeah. And, like, if they were just a middling bar band, I'd feel a little bit bad trashing them. Right. But the fact that, you know, they make tens of millions of dollars each a year. millions, yes. A year. Easily. And that the one guy that we can't remember his name... Married Avril Lavigne. Like, they're, they're in there. He married Avril Lavigne? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. She is too good for him. Huh. Oh, I mean, not musically. No, but oh, okay. she, she's... <laughs> well, everyone as a person is too good for Nickelback. Isn't his name? Yeah, five. Put it there up there. That's five up there. <laughs> Isn't it Chris something in that his name? I don't you know. know, we could solve this with a fucking Google search, but we refuse to do it. I Honestly, um, I don't. I don't care enough I don't about either, Nickelback to really. even look him up. Avril Lavigne, though. That's weird. Yeah. She was like 17 uh-huh. 10 years ago. That seems... That math adds up. I think it does. Yeah. That seems right. You know, I can't do most kinds of math, but I can do musical math. Mm-hmm. Musician math. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a full-grown adult now, though. She's a full-grown woman. So... Yeah, she can do what she wants. Yeah, she's got a record, I think, out again. I don't know why that's happening. Uh, we were done. We were done a while ago. I, I thought we had discussed it. Yeah, we had come to terms that it's not going to happen anymore. I was hoping. Uh, my hopes were dashed. Yeah, yeah. Just a deep breath for a moment on that thought. Uh, should we ohm for a moment? Clear our minds of all hatred. I I had a discussion about meditation. Oh, yeah. This week. Did you? Have you ever meditated? I have. I've. Okay. Can I. I know you. Can I unpack that question for a little bit? Just for a moment? Sure. I I have been trying to for a long time. Okay. Uh, I was interested in it like all the way back to like like 15 mm-hmm. i was i bought a book on zen it's sitting on my coffee table still i've never read I've, cover to I've cover i've seen it you've seen it yeah it's a pretty book yeah uh thank you discovery channel store um <laughs> it claps for you yeah. um so yeah i used to try it a lot and i still uh i do br- I actually do breathing uh almost almost every day I don't have a set time for it. Well, I do breathe every day. (laughs) Like if someone just for some reason skipped ahead in the podcast because they were tired of hearing about Nickelback and landed right there. Six? Is that six? Yeah. Put it up on the board. Uh, And landed right there. They're a little bit confused as to why you're declaring that you breathe every day. (laughs) Most days. (laughs) I mean, I take a sabbatical. Uh, You know, I accrue vacation breathing time. Saturdays, I hold my breath. Yeah. Just the whole day. Well, 
that's why you're so weird on Sunday. No. <laughs> yeah. Lack of lack of blood to the to the brain. brain. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not it's not not fun. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I, can I tell you what I do? Yeah, go ahead. I, I found this on the internet, and I think it's been adopted from uh, Thich Nhat Han, who's a uh, Buddhist uh, monk, Vietnamese Buddhist right. monk. Great guy. I love his books. Um, <clears throat> it's called the Ten Noble Breaths. Okay. All right. This is going to benefit everyone listening. I think. Um, you 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 breathe in and you breathe out and you don't have to freak out about how you breathe. Just breathe. Okay. You know, in through the nose, out through the mouth. I'm, I'm going to do this but, while you while oh, you say. Gr- it. Oh, beautiful. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So um, so <clears throat> I'll be I'll be your leader. I'm not going to breathe onto the microphone. Yeah, so just know I'm breathing. breathing. Yeah. Okay. Theater People of listening. Mind. So <clears throat> breathing in. I know I am breathing in. Breathing out. I know I am breathing out. In. Out. Breathing in, my breath grows deep. Is that, am I supposed to breathe again? Then? Yeah, you can breathe, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to yeah. keep breathing. Yeah. Breathing out, my breath grows slow. Deep. Slow. Breathing in, I feel calm. Breathing out, I feel at ease. Calm. Ease. Breathing in, I smile. Nice smile. Mm Breathing out, I release. Smile. Release. Breathing in, I dwell in the present moment. I'm not sure how one dwells in the present well, moment. I'm just doing dwell, my best dwell, to dwell. Dwell. <laughs> dwell, damn it. Breathing out, I know it is a wonderful moment. And then here we present moment. Wonderful moment. That's the ten noble breaths. I I do feel more relaxed. Do you feel I do too, and I didn't even yeah, breathe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just the calming voice. Yeah. Uh so I was I was talking about meditation. Yeah. Because as a healthy person now, I've been reading about how to be healthy. Of course. Um for those who don't know, my family, no no one knows, by the way, uh, my family has a history of blood pressure so high your head might pop off in medical terms. That's what they call it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll buy that. Steve yeah. Harvey, put that on the board. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of the things is they're like meditation helps lower blood pressure. Well, that's good. I should probably do that so I don't die. Wonderful. Um, but then I started reading about meditation mm-hmm. and drifted into the weird world of like transcendental. Oh, TM. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't do that. I can't do it. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. Yeah. Like, 
And it's not really, uh, I don't think it's really necessary. I mean, it might be for some people. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. I've never done it. Right. I know that you pay and you take a class Mm -hmm. and they give you a mantra. See, I I started thinking about if I did that, I would spend my entire time meditating. Yeah. Worrying that I had an inferior mantra. Uh, Is my mantra good enough? But see, they give it to you. Uh, Well, but... I but would still okay. You're like I got the bottom of the barrel that mantra. Guy, that guy looks like he has a better mantra than I have. <laughs> he looks he looks more relaxed than I. My, am. Stupid <laughs> mantra. You really got, have kind of a Charlie Brown thing going I have, on. I have a trash mantra. <laughs> I've got the Chico sticks mm-hmm. of uh, mantras yeah, over exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, the thing. I think the thing about, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've never done TM, but the thing that I understand is uh, they're pretty intent on like 20 minutes a day in the mm-hmm. morning and possibly at night as well. I don't know why I'm talking like this right now. Um, so, uh, you know, I think 20 minutes of meditation that, that's twice a, lot. a day is great. It's going to help. Right. D- mantra or no mantra. You know what I mean? Right. Um, just because the, the most simple meditation, we kind of just did it. But the most simple one that I've ever heard of is just just focus on your breathing. Just in and out. That's it. And, and I'm good at that. And if something else comes to mind, mm-hmm. don't like, don't like react in anger and try to push it away because it's going to happen like your mind is going to get distracted right because that's how they like i'll i'll be sitting there breathing yes and then thinking to myself now i kind of wish i had a mantra yeah exactly <laughs> or i wonder what that guy's mantra was uh that guy had a really cool mantra yeah. i don't even have a mantra i have a mantra i'm at home i'm sitting on my couch and i have to breathe there's nothing new on stitcher um <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, I think, I think just the, the just the breathing, mm-hmm. you know, and and you and you go from there. But so if you have a thought that interrupts, like right. you just you just put that thought on a little boat, and you just give it a little push, and it just goes away. It goes away from you. Okay. Or let's give it a space analogy. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I like this better. You, you put that thought in a little space suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you disconnect its line, right? And you just tap it, and it just floats away forever. Can can I? Uh... Out the escape hatch of your mind, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. The escape just, hatch of just your shove mind, shove it out, yes. Escape hatch of the mind, yeah. So every time you meditate mm-hmm. now, you are in the uh, inter- international space station mm-hmm. of your mind. Well, now I'm worried though that I'm not going to be able to breathe. You'll... You can't breathe in space. What? What if something goes uh... wrong? Well, no one can hear you scream. Uh, <laughs> uh, no one can hear your mantra. You know, this is a very well-maintained space station in your mind. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, this is primo. This is an American-made, uh, uh, Japanese-made. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is a Japanese-made, American-staffed. Okay. Okay. Uh, space station. I'm on board with this. No ties to Russia or Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not murderous I, or uh, inadequate. I'd be okay with Germany being involved. Though. Okay. It's, it's going to be ger- a very efficient right. space it's station. It's a German-designed, uh-huh. Japanese-made, American-staffed space station. It is truly an international space station. And Russia stays down on Earth and just looks up and goes, that must be nice. They look up and go, someday. Mm. Uh, 
They don't meditate in Russia, I don't think. No. no. (laughs) (laughs) So they don't have a space station of the mind. No, no, no. no. You only. Actually, you're the only person in this earth that I know of that has a space station of the mind. Jealous. Hmm. Maybe a little. (laughs) So I met a couple of Germans this week. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've met them before. Um, I forgot about them. <laughs> you rematch met Germans. I re-met them. Uh, they're very nice, very sweet. They have uh, somewhat of a grasp of the English language, which is fine because I have no grasp of the German language. Right. Uh, and uh, we, in very general terms, talked about how we were happy that there has been no more war. Oh, good. It was nice. I felt as if uh, I felt... You know, sort of like uh, Ban Ki-moon of the UN. I felt uh, as if I was making peace in the world. Right. Uh, through the power of music. Now, no you, less. you don't think that there was a chance that they misunderstood what was happening and they went back to wherever. Dusseldorf. Okay. Yeah. They're going to go back to Dusseldorf and go, the Americans want war. <laughs> we just talked about it. They want war He now. showed me his microphone and he wants war. <laughs> no. Uh very sweet, very uh, congenial uh, mm-hmm. to German fellas. I have to say, it was difficult for me not to picture them as funny Nazis. I <laughs> I had a hard time. I'm in a real life. Uh, I'm at work. I'm in a real life professional situation. Right. And I'm like, and your you hand two. just keeps slowly sliding up into a Nazi salute. Yeah. I'm like, you two would be such funny Nazis because you're so jovial. You're like the happiest. They're little... like the Nazis on Hogan's Heroes. I Yes. They're perfect. They're, perfect. Like, they're not great at their at, job. No. But, you know, they're, the they're Be- good for a few laughs. They're the Beetle Baileys of, <laughs> of, of Nazis. <laughs> But they were they were tremendously sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they tremendously sweet. Took some photos, had some talks. Uh, nice guys, nice guys that I have met before. Are you going to remember them the next time? This time I will. Um, mostly because I listened to these podcasts about three times, <laughs> <laughs> so I will recall uh, this conversation again. What's going to happen is they'll come back and you'll just be staying there going. Now, I met two Germans one time. Yeah. Are these the same Germans, or are these two different Germans I'm meeting? Do I need to say, it's nice to meet you again? Oh, yes. And then... What's polite Yeah, in that situation? And then it may lead to war. I love <laughs> I love how they say, you know, we say yeah mm-hmm. in this country. They go, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's great. It's really cute. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a photo. Yeah. 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 Mm. And one of them had very little English. Um, the main German, he had, uh, you, you might call him the Superman. He had uh, more of a grasp of English. The other guy, it was more of a smile and laugh situation. Ah, and one so of those. We both just did that a lot. Mm-hmm. It was like, ha ha, yes. This is so great. I've always thought. Uh, I've always thought that was weird. <clears throat> when two weird. people don't speak the same language, the immediate tendency is, well, we'll laugh together yeah. at nothing because we don't have any, there's nothing happening, really. I can't connect with you. You're right. <laughs> because, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, Tanae has... A a family of friends okay. that are from, 
I want to say it's Germany. It's like the border of Germany and Switzerland. It's right there. <clears throat> Austria or something? I, I don't know. Uh, who Whatever. knows? Germany. I, we're going to go Germany. Um, and the father in the family does not speak English, ah. but the others all do. Okay. So he just kind of, anytime there's a conversation, sits there, smiles and nods and laughs. Of course he does. He, he has no idea what's it, happening. This is the only thing he can do. And every time they visited, like they visited twice now since we have been involved is that right mm-hmm. ah they um i just sit there thinking this has to be the most awkward unpleasant thing for him <laughs> it's just hours of sitting there not understanding what's happening yeah and just nodding <laughs> that must be excruciating i mean think about it. i couldn't do it for five minutes oh, with no. this guy you know what i mean and i was uh i was exhausted when mm-hmm. they left yeah. because i couldn't keep it up yeah you know they'll hours yeah they'll visit for like a week at a time oh god so and each day i mean obviously you're gonna spend many hours with the people you're visiting absolutely you are this is why i think we need to really uh research scientists if you're listening can we really push forward the idea of the uh the little uh, doohickey you put in your ear mm. that just translates everything. Uh, there's one of those in <clears throat> the Kurt Vonnegut book I'm reading. Oh, yeah. Which one are you reading now? Galapagos. You're still, still re- you're reading yeah. Galapagos. That's fine. That's, yeah. I, no judgment here, uh, man. I got distracted. I read other things. I, it, it happens. It happens. I, I don't have the attention span to finish a book most of the time. I'm like, so- I finish the book. <clears throat> but, sure. But I start the book. I go to a different book. Yeah. Come back to that book. Yeah. And go, wait, what happened in the first half of this book? And then I use Wikipedia. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> not- <laughs> and I'm like, right, I remember that As- <laughs> happening. Now we're good. <laughs> I have to do that, too. I have to plot point myself back mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. I need um, to start taking notes while I read. Oh, that sounds just terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it would be the A- worst. How are you having pleasure at this point? Oh, what? No, that's not for pleasure. It's for... it's. To uh, further your your uh, I don't know your writing I ability. Have no idea why. I, I have this thing where I want to go back and read all these books I was supposed to read in school but mm. I didn't read, which is funny because I love to read. Reading is literally my favorite pastime now. Literally, mm. literally, like as in literally. literature, mm. uh, it's my ah. favorite pastime. Uh, but uh, I, I I rarely go back and, and read a classic. So right now, can I tell you what I'm reading? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this, this is pretty indicative of what I'm normally doing. I have been, I'm still trudging my way through that dog book, uh, mm-hmm. Dog Sense. Yeah. It's good. It's very academic. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking my time. Yeah. I think I'm 10 pages farther than the last You should take time. notes while you read it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. I, I, have the, I have the impulse to want to highlight this book because it feels like a textbook from college. I want to come over here and see you in a chair with like reading glasses <laughs> that are just perched on the tip of your nose. Yeah. Highlighting a book and going, mm, yes. 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 <laughs> You ever Excellent just, point. You ever just highlight a book so much that there's no point you've highlighted at all? I don't ever highlight books yeah. because every time I do it, I end up highlighting full paragraphs. That's what I do. That's what I do because I'm like, that's all important. Like if I – in college when I highlighted passages, yeah, I would find out that I'm like highlighting everything except the word and. <laughs> Like I cut out an and in a sentence and okay, be junction, like, oh. "Junction, no need there to we go. highlight." <laughs> it's a summary now. Uh, yeah, 
Um, so, okay, I'm reading the dog book. I am reading uh, Dan Slott's She-Hulk. Okay. Which I love the She-Hulk. She's great. She is an attorney, uh, cousin to Bruce Banner, the regular Hulk. Uh, she has to have, at one point, she has to have an emergency blood transfusion. She was created, I don't know when, a while back. Right. Probably the 60s or 70s. She has to have an emergency blood transfusion. The only person that can give her blood, Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, she becomes the She-Hulk. Now, she, now unlike uh, Hulky Hulk, she can choose... I don't know why this is, but she can choose when she hulks out and when she doesn't. But here's the cool thing about her character. She likes being the She-Hulk so much that she's usually the She-Hulk. She hates going back to being Jim Walters. Is she still an attorney? She is. She's an active attorney. As the She-Hulk. As the She-Hulk, yeah. Uh, now does she win every case because you're not gonna <laughs> she wins a lot well okay so there's Dan, Dan Slott's run is a little older but currently this guy named Charles Soule is writing who is an, an actual attorney okay and uh, it's been great both of them have been great she's just a fun like comedic character I I would love if they took it in a very legal direction okay where it has nothing like the fact that she is a She-Hulk is just a side, oh, side note. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay, And so, you know, it's like Matlock. Yeah. But instead of old Andy Griffith, green woman. Green giant woman. I like this idea yeah. a lot. I mean... That's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it at that. Yeah. You know, and no, no, no super villain punchy she punch. She doesn't fight anyone. No. Except, you know, injustice. What if? Mm-hmm. Uh, preview me this okay uh maybe not matlock we base it on no it's matlock no no no. okay what if we base it on diagnosis murder well but he's not a lawyer well it has to be a lawyer yeah you're right he's a doctor not a lawyer oh you really let the steam out of that i know yeah if she was a doctor i would be all about that she's not a doctor though she's a real a real deal lawyer Mm -hmm. if she was a doctor it would be a toss who is a doctor and doc uh the only real doctor i know of in comic book universe is dr strange he is a real medical doctor first and then he is a doctor of uh magic maybe yeah. maybe they could be in the same universe a team up where uh <sighs> she hulk calls the investigative like doctor this. that for like some this. reason yeah, yeah, yeah never actually practices medicine love it and they, and they solve the crime and, and then she makes a compelling argument and dr strange trips mm-hmm. over an ottoman mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like Dick Van Dyke. Exactly. Lovely. Love it. It's done. Print it. Um, so, okay, I'm reading some She-Hulk. Uh-huh. Uh, I am uh, trying to get through some poems of Wallace Stevens, who is rather good. I do not know a Wallace Stevens. He is rather good. Read the poem, The Emperor of Ice Cream. It's a badass poem. I like ice cream. Yeah. Well, Sometimes uh, I feel like I'm the emperor uh, of ice cream. You, you can, you. Uh, what else am I reading? I, I, I kind of concurrently read things, but what really happens usually is I read the comic books first. I run out of them. I get more comic books from the library. I read those, and then I slowly will read the poetry or the fiction or the nonfiction. There you go. That's what I do. So... That's kind of my reading list right now. That's a good good reading it's list. It's a mix. I, I like to have a mix. Yeah, I need to just finish the book I'm currently reading. Yeah. And before I start another book. Right. But 
I know that I have other books I want to read too. Absolutely, um, yeah. Several, and so I I'll walk by them occasionally and be like, "That looks like a good." I know. <laughs> and then I do I the same to, thing. I, I do have the to same stop thing. myself. Yeah. It's uh, I have too many projects in life. Yes, and I don't want to have too many books. Also, otherwise, I'm just going to have a pile of books and the notes I've taken while reading the books. <laughs> Just and, and, covering every table in the house. And reading a book becomes a project. Right. At a certain point, especially when you're taking notes. Well, I, I do. I yeah. do take notes. Okay, that's fine. I I'm, think that's I'm great. I'm doodle. You're doodling? The scenes. In the and, margins uh, and stuff? Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that. That's really... <laughs> so what is... Give me... I, I'm going to read this book. What? Galapagos. Okay. So don't don't kill it for me, but what is this... Give me the back cover synopsis of Galapagos. Well, thus far... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think any of this will ruin any of the book. Okay. Because it's not like there are a lot of, like, spoilers. It's typical Vonnegut jumping around in time. Right. So anything that is going to happen later in the book, you already know about because he... He told you about he it told already? You about it in oh, chapter okay. two. Interesting. Um, Interesting. I've still yet to read a Vonnegut book, so... Oh. I checked out uh, Slaughterhouse Five and I didn't get around to it. Unbelievable! I will. I have it. I'm gonna borrow you it from you. You can just borrow. I'll it. borrow it from you. Yeah. Okay. You just have to give it back. I will, and I will be careful with it. Yeah. Yeah. Be very careful. I want you. I know how you feel. If you have a glass bubble to yeah. store it in, just to keep the elements away from it. I have. I have a small uh, sprite that I keep in my employ. Okay, that's good. Who will uh, circle around it at all times? Yeah, that's okay. good. Great. Um. So. Galapagos is a story about the world ending. Cheery. Uh, it involves evolutionary ah, types of things, hence the name ah. Galapagos. Uh, there, it, it follows people who are on the world's biggest nature cruise. Okay, fascinating. Okay. But the world is falling apart while this is all happening. Oh. Like while, while they're getting ready to go. Oh, I like on the this. I, I like this concept and already. Then, and then there's flash forwards of the, you know, attempts to repopulate the earth and whatnot. Interesting. And there's a device that interprets all languages. That's just a side note. Okay. 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 That's great. I mean,. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a major plot point. They, very they useful, very yeah. useful. In some universe, they call that a babble fish. Is that Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I think it is. Okay, that's a great series. I love that series. I haven't, uh, I haven't done it. I've read like one or two. I want to read them all. Yeah, I haven't read it. It's good. I have a coworker who constantly tells me I need to read everything by uh what, douglas adams yeah yeah i want to say donald adams and that wasn't right his lesser known brother but, yeah who wrote the uh the uh pole dancer's guide to uh fifth street not nearly as good a book no but a lot sexier <laughs> <laughs> and a lot more practical <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh donald adams mm-hmm this this episode i'd like to dedicate this episode to the lesser known brother of douglas adams donald adams may you rest in peace he's not dead no he did no he died. no he yeah, didn't die. No, he, died. <laughs> he didn't die i we've made him up we can we can we, kill we, him off we made we him up to. and killed him off that yeah, quickly Nathan? immediately he has no story <laughs> what is his story <laughs> well he wrote a book and then he died that's it yeah i can accept that yeah okay <laughs> 
<laughs> this is a chuckle-worthy episode. Uh, we always get a little meta here on Sushi Jackknife. That's true. At some point or another. That's true, we do. We do. We break the fourth wall rather often, but I'm I'm fine with it. I don't think we even have a fourth wall. We what? may not even have a third wall. I don't know that we have two. We have a lean-to, perhaps, yeah. of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Our podcast is a, uh, is a godded-up lean-to. That seems like a good way to describe it. I saw a van today that was very uh, godded-up, if you want to use that as a... Thing. I would I would very much like to. Let's do it. This was a uh just a regular old white van that had been uh bestickered beyond belief. I don't I don't care for that. I didn't either, except that uh it was funky. It was a funky van. And it was all about some Jesus. Oh boy. It was. It was it, there's it, oh, you see the other one boy. around town that's the uh the Jesus playing a guitar solo? Mm-mm. Van, you've never seen that around I have, town. I've never seen it. No. Sorry, I just put on my Joker voice. <laughs> um it's it's look for it. It's pretty wild. Like it's on the back. It is Jesus playing a guitar like a, solo. Painted? Yeah. On? Painted okay. on, like cartoon painted on. It's pretty righteous, man. What what type of guitar? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a fanciful guitar that's made out of a star. But I could be well, wrong about that. Well, that's not what he would play. I know, I know. No one said that this was an accurate representation. Sunburst American Strat. That's what my Jesus would play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like him to have a, a couple auxiliary guitars, a jazz master. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of jazz And he's, he's playing a bluesy solo. Oh, yeah. But not like over-the-top bluesy, totally. like a subtle bluesy There's some solo. space in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. all, like, pentatonic scale, yeah. but, like, there's some tasteful space in there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally with you. And uh, Totally with you. Yeah, and Pontius Pilate's in the crowd just going, play play better music! <laughs> and that's why he's all mad at it. I am in a bad mood. Yeah. I am I Pontius like Pilate. It. Pontius Pilate can never get enough coffee. That's play his problem. Play Freebird! <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. I, I have been, uh, I've been to two, two concerts at the Ryman Auditorium. Yeah, now. I have been to zero still. Uh, both times I've heard someone call out Freebird, and n- neither concert involved the song Freebird. Apparently, here in the South, every band should be playing Freebird in every concert. Even if you're, you know, the, the Ramones. One, the first one was Iron and Wine. Someone yelled out <laughs> Freebird and Iron and Wine? He played it. He played it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he could do that. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play the whole song. He's he played a like a verse. And then, He's, I've seen him before. He's great. Then it made a snarky comment at them and went back to playing yeah, music his, people actually wanted to hear. Right. <laughs> his songs. His, he is a great songwriter. I oh, love, he is. I love his records. Yeah. Good old, good old Sam. Did they do... Yeah, Sam Beam, right? Mm-hmm. Did they do that at Me Without You? Did they scream Freebird? Uh, yeah, someone said it at some point. I really? Yeah. That is appalling. Yeah, they, they didn't They didn't play it. I'm sure they did not. They played something much weirder yeah. and <laughs> shoutier. And no one was surprised. <laughs> right. I. It was, it was a weird concert to go to. Yeah? So it was Me Without You and Dr. Dog, Dr. right? Dr. Dog. Yeah. Which... I've learned in life, and if you don't know who Me Without You is, go look them up so that you have context to what I'm about to say. Great. No band can tour with them. Because there is no one else making 
music in the same realm as most of their stuff. They're pretty unique. Yeah, they're yeah. odd. They are odd. Yes, good but odd. So this is the closest I've like I've seen him three or four times. This is the closest I've ever seen to a band that fits with them. Every Doctor Dog fan at that concert just sat there, kind of slack jawed and weirded out by the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> was that a little awesome? Uh, it was kind of yeah. Kinda, I mean, a bunch of a bunch of hippies were very yeah. confused because they played first, right? Like they played Me before Doctor Dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it was a solid hour of an opening set. Totally and totally. Everyone else, I mean, there the people had a strong stench of the marijuana ah it's that type of crowd gotcha right and uh apparently it was not enhancing me without you's performance <laughs> for them <laughs> it may have in fact been dragging right. it down a little bit well, yeah why does he keep yelling at me what is it <laughs> you're marshing my hello he's he's jumping why is he jumping people don't say what i just said no they say harshing my mellow that's what they marshing say marshing my my marshing hello? my hello marshing my hello my hello is all wet and a little sticky with humidity uh, oh. there's some creatures living in my in my hello <laughs> You should get a professional out there to look at. I, I'm going to. If anyone out there is a professional uh, marsher, uh, please hit me up, and I need I need your help desperately. Yes. I will pay. Um, though we could barter for a special podcast, I'd do that for you if you want to help me I'm, out. I'm not involved. I'll do it I'm not solo. Bartering. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. You don't do the barter system? <laughs> no. What about the What about these crazy people that sell little? Um, they they have their own little shadow economy. Based on, no, stay with me, little strips of silver. Have you heard of this? This is a thing. No. They get together. They have um, they have a festival without a festival. There's no merriment, I don't think. There's only commerce at uh, at these gatherings. And they, um, they trade. They engage in trade, which is per- completely outside of the U.S. economy. This is all happening in Vermont or somewhere, some god-awful place. Um the look on your face really says it all. I don't care for any of it. Okay, tell me why you don't. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's so strange, isn't it? Um, I imagine I would not like any of these people. A lot of, a lot of very intense folk. I would, I would imagine wager. there's a lot of survivalists. Yeah. Uh, oh, the soup lady. Yeah. The lady putting soup in yeah, the door. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that a lot of them are concerned that the American economy will collapse. Yeah. Probably. And I'd never known about this conspiracy theory. Oh, but lay it on me. Believe the conspiracy theory that Fort Knox empty. Oh, wait a minute now. Yeah. There's a conspiracy theory that the United States traded all of the gold. There's nothing in Fort Knox. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that theory before. It, it was so widespread at one point, according to the documentary I watched on Netflix, ah. that they actually had a congressional uh, tour in, it was like the 70s or 80s. Really? To show them, there is gold in here. <laughs> Come is, see the gold. This is a ridiculous rumor. But then... <laughs> People start analyzing the pictures in the newspaper going, well, but based on the weight, that doesn't make sense with that shape of bar of gold. Oh, it's that's not bizarre. Re- so 
I imagine a lot of those people trade little silver, little silver strips. Yeah, yeah and it, it, it's like. It looks like they had a laminator mm-hmm. machine, and they had some silver and maybe a nickel. I don't know. And they decided to to melt that down and put it through the laminator, and then you you can cut away the little strip. I don't know where I saw this, by the way. This was years ago that I saw this, maybe on the news or something. Uh, yeah. And and what goods are you trading at the at the little silver fair? Like I, gasoline? Are you trading? You know what I mean? Are you trading something sort of necessary, or is it like? Arts and crafts. I love, love to put feathers on things. You know, I'd actually be okay with that. That would be fine. I would go trade little little strips of silver yeah. for, you know, a dream catcher. With a feather on it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, two for the big dream catcher. The one, yeah. one strip just gets you, like, the little, like, it hangs from your car mirror. Sure. But two... You're getting the full size, yeah, like a pizza size, yeah, yeah, and not, not like a medium pizza or a personal no, pan pizza. No. Large. We're talking a large pizza yeah. size. Dream. What ca- what dreams could you catch in a large dream catcher? I don't know. I don't have one, so I don't know what I dream about anymore. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, continue my query here. The dream catcher catches your dreams. Mm-hmm. What does it do with them? It just stores them. Just puts them away? Yeah. So can I get a, a dream catcher with a USB port on it? No. I, I want to download it's my It's a dreams. very analog system. system. You can't do it. I have to do a transfer um, of some kind. You do have to, and this is not okay. well known, replace your dream catcher every three to four months. Uh, or it... I mean, it's full. It's like an air filter in yeah. your house. Like you It'll should. Just, the stuff is just going to start bouncing off. It's not going to be. It's going to clog, and mm-hmm. and you're not going to get any movement. Exactly. I see. I see. And so just, you'll just get fragmented dreams that like somehow break through a little bit. Ah, uh, it's no good. Is that why I don't? Because I've had the same dream catcher since high school. Mm-hmm. It's been shaking around a few times. You know, that's what's wrong with you. That's why I only remember little snatches yeah. of my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I need Absolutely. a bigger dream cat. We have to go to Vermont. Let's go. Let's go. I've got the silver strips. All right. <laughs> I've got the snacks. Nah. Uh, I used to have this deal with my friends as a kid, and I don't know why. We ate we ate a lot of sugar. Um, <laughs> I, it was uh, it was you buy. Okay, we're having a a sleepover or a hangout fest. You purchase uh, the chocolatey snacks. Okay, I'll purchase the fruitily snacks. We'll see. Sound like a deal? I I only want the fruity snacks. Though. You don't want the chocolatey yeah. snacks? No. I mean, it. depending on what they are, I probably don't. Really we all know you don't want the mentally snacks. No. No. Well, I mean, unless, shocking. Unless it's gum. Well, or, that's or, not really a snack. Or gum. toothpaste. Mouthwash. Also, not a, none of these are snacks. <laughs> um, what, what have I been doing at home, man? <laughs> <laughs> I come over to your house and you just got a, a big mixing bowl full of toothpaste, like, gum, and mouthwash. I like crest on Ritz crackers. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, is that why your mouth always smells so good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's not the worst decision, you know, if you want people to like you Maybe that's why to my... eat toothpaste. <laughs> Maybe that's why my dogs are so rapey towards you. Yeah. yeah. They, uh,. They recognize how good my mouth smells. Caressed. I come in. That guy's got a good smelling mouth. By, by the way, guys, 
This episode has been brought to you by uh, Crest Mayonnaise, uh, the only mint-filled mayonnaise in the world. It's delicious. I mean, you can eat it in a bowl. Mm-hmm. I, well, I do. Yeah. Frequently. I, I'm perfectly It's replaced aware. my regular bowl mayonnaise. Yeah. Which I, you used to use a Hellman's bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're using a Crest bowl. Yeah. And, I, I have a recipe I like to follow. Okay. You take one cup of mayonnaise. Crest mayonnaise. That's that's it. That's, that's the, the whole recipe. Yeah. You devour it uh-huh. as you see fit. Yeah. yeah I, I think this was on last episode, but we said something. We were talking about Hellman's mayonnaise. Uh-huh. And I said, Hellman's mayonnaise is the only mayonnaise that gives a fuck. Yeah. I tweeted that to them this week. Uh, and how did how did they feel about no it? No response. I don't know. So they, they really don't. Actually, they, were, they don't give any fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Hellman's, if you're out there, if you're listening, Hellman's... Hellman's mayonnaise, the mayonnaise that couldn't give a fuck. We're taking our mayonnaise business elsewhere. Elsewhere. I might become a blue plate man. Do it. I'm uh, I'm all about the light Miracle Whip in my house. Miracle Whip is great. Yeah. Yeah. It has that tangy zip. Zip. They, they told me that on the TV. The, oh, did they? They, <laughs> yeah. all, they told me I should clean yeah. my house with Mr. Clean. Yeah, they. I've heard that. Because Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease Have in just a minute. Yeah. ever thought about how weird it is that there are ads for toilet paper? Like, take a second and think about this. I'm thinking. You watch TV, and there are ads saying, hey... You take a dump every day. Yeah. You really ought to use our toilet paper to clean that up. <laughs> it's cushy. Yeah. It's cushy for your butthole. <laughs> you know, it's weird. <laughs> it is. When you put it that yeah. way, they always advertise it in terms of pillows and blankets. Mm-hmm. That's it is toilet paper. As if someone somewhere went well that toilet paper is a little bit scratchy but this comforter yeah is fantastic it's so nice yeah and that pillow forget about it feathers feather pillow (laughs) that's gonna get it's gonna get stuck somehow i I can't i can't i can't abide that i it's just weird it is weird that most toiletry products the fact that they're advertising them seems a bit strange. It doesn't. And you know how, why? Why are? Um, I guess this is an obvious question. Mm-hmm. Why are all the paper towel ads about how absorbent they are? Mm. I mean, they all must have some baseline of absorbency, right? You know, but sometimes you get these paper towels that are like four ply. Well, have you ever had a paper towel that wasn't absorbent enough for I you? I have not. How many times in your life have you used a paper towel and just gone, well, this is a piece of crap? Not once. This didn't soak up anything. You know, I did once, but it turned out I was using a plastic bag. That I, I had temporarily gone blind. I was uh, hit in the eye with some squid venom. As does happen. As does happen. You run into a lot of squid venom. It's weird. In my line of work... <laughs> Uh, you never know what's what's going to occur with squids, mm-hmm. you know? You you begin to milk them, begin to milk that squid. You got to milk the Sometimes squid. Sometimes you get a little venom in your eye. You know, um, a good glass of squid milk yeah. would hit the spot right now. It really would. Oh, let's man. Let's go upstairs and have a nice, 
I like it warm. A warm, refreshing, mm. velvety glass of squid milk. <laughs> Nothing is worse than describing a liquid as velvety. <laughs> and on that final thought, uh, sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. <laughs>